Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. My new Vicks First Defence Nasal Spray. Now eleven ninety nine at Chemist Warehouse. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Baz and Dizzy for breakfast, 23 minutes past 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, the league is loving it. Tarwood and Nico Kempe robbed at the Clive Churchill medal in 99. Dragged the storm back to Back in that contest too, with pure heart and aggressive. Mm-hmm. The up the T-bone. That's Brett from Huntley. He's he's a good T-bone man. And um, Brett, I know you love your union as well. So we'll park the league just for the second because we've got the power hour of league up after 9 o'clock this morning. Yes, get your timesheets out, boys. We're invoicing for an extra hour this morning. Um, union, <laughs> super rugby. I have questions and I don't have answers. So you come, I've come mm. to the Church of Daggy. I've pulled up down the long driveway and I'm pulled up outside the water fountain in a hoker and I've jumped out and walking towards the pool house ready to knock on the door. I'll, I don't know what you want from me, Izzy, but I've got questions and I need answers. And they all surround the whistle and I the advantage you. rule. I saw you talking Nigel Yeldon on uh, Twitter. So I know exactly where this is going. Let's get into it, mate. What do you got? I'm just concerned. You know, like I've been concerned about rugby for a long time. I think from governance to like the the actual men on the tools, well, and the women on the tools as well with the whistle. There are so many fundamental mm. issues about how the game is interpreted because the rule book is written in such a convoluted. It honestly is like the Bible. It's up to how you want to interpret it and how it spiritually touches you personally to these referees. They get left with so Mm. much, so much to interpret and make a call on. And one of the biggest pet peeves for me at the moment where it really is exemplified is the advantage rule. Because some games, a penalty advantage is 40 metres in about eight phases. Some games, Mm. it's really maybe two minutes. They only go 10 metres. Then there's the knock-on advantage where I watched a guy in the Blues-Highlanders game in the weekend kick the ball. It was Scott Gregory. He kicked the ball straight down the field. The Blues ran it back to them, and I'm pretty sure they scored off that play. And Marshy's losing his mind saying, how's that an advantage? He's just kicked it away and hacked it straight at them. Just because it's a knock-on, is the intent enough? Is the intent of putting ball to foot enough? And I just feel like the inconsistency is going crazy, and I don't blame the referees. I really don't, because if you look at the if you look at what the rule book reads, and I'll pull it up and get it after, I'll, I'll bring it up after this. Is he? Um, it, it really is. They've got nowhere to turn, and I don't really know what they're meant to do as a player, and now as a former player. Can you see how frustrating this is for punters that just want to understand what's going on in the game? Yeah, hundred percent. It's one of those ones that 
I know when you plan, you know, you're always looking for advantage, particularly if you if you knock it on or, or, or something happens out there, you, you're constantly out there. But when I've been able to sit back and, and, and watch the game and speaking to the refs, their whole philosophy is we're trying to speed the game up. We're trying to keep the game as open and flowing as possible to, to attract more pundits at home and to, to, to make it a more enjoyable to view. And the worst thing about it is when there's a knock on and then the opposition gets it and they go 40, you know, I'm just over-exaggerating, 40 phases but they don't, go, they don't gain any gain line, so they're only making like five metres, ten metres, and then the ref goes along, and then he blows it back, and you're like, shit, what's happened here? We missed something. And he goes back to 40 phases ago and goes back to knock on because the advantage, the team hasn't gained any sort of advantage. My whole thing is if someone knocks it on or someone has a little, uh, makes a mistake and, and the opposition plays with the ball and they are using the ball for at least two or three phases and they've made advantage, they obviously haven't gained any gain line, but they've actually given good intent to actually use the ball and play on and keep the ball as open and flowing as possible, then that, for me, is advantage over. Keep the ball playing and keep playing. Um, look, honestly, for that one, that one, something like that, I think common sense has got to come into it too as well, and I think the, we're losing refs because refs are so struck to these law books and they are so ref to the T right to the finer details that they actually lose sight of actual just normal common sense and just trying to understand why this has happened. And I think that's the biggest um, mistake that they're making at the moment, Louis. Bang on, is he, um, Kempi, stay with me. I'm not about to speak in tongues. Okay? <laughs> so look look at me and stay with me. I need you here. I yeah, need you, you need, I need, to, you you need to bring me back. Cause, okay, here we go. Yeah, An advantage. Maybe tactical. The non-offending team is free to play the ball as they wish. B, maybe territorial. Play the, move, the play has moved towards the offending team's deep ball line. Maybe a combination of tactical and territorial. Must be clear and real. A mere opportunity to gain an advantage is not sufficient. <laughs> yeah. Do I pull that one out? Much. If I'm the captain of the Blues, I can pull that one out and say, well... Mate, it was only, it, it, <laughs> it was only a mere opportunity to gain an advantage. It wasn't sufficient. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I got, look, I get your point. I get your point. But my, look, my personal belief is, I just think that you know, it's become a a um, position for referees to like get a lot of gel, put some gel on, and oh, look good, pull the, the socks up, and, and they become the focus of the game. And <laughs> they actually, the they actually think that they're running the game, mate. I, I don't even think we need referees these days. Why don't you just let the boys play football? <laughs> it's not the refs. It's not the refs, and that's not look, the point. Honestly, who makes who who blows the whistle? That they are petrified. They don't have a choice. They are just doing what they. This is they this get, is a, answer the question. From above. Who who blows the whistle? I don't know. Some, they, they, it's them. It's them. Yeah, it's the refs. But Kimpy, the point is, if you read this, if a team gains an advantage following an infringement of the opponents, the referee, bloody 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 blah. They have got so much jumble in their head that they are trying to. Do you know what? Here's what I propose because I, you, you can't gripe if you can't propose something. We need a hard and fast rule about how much advantage actually is. And if that's 10 metres, 15 metres, mm. 20 metres for a penalty advantage or the equation mm. of this uh, phases, so you can either go 25 mm. metres forward or seven phases. Or for a knock-on yep. advantage, it's three passes or five metres forward. And then mm-hmm. you need to actually put it set in stone. We need to tell the punters what they're looking for. Because at the moment, when I'm sitting home, and I didn't play Super Rugby, and I haven't refed at a high level, but I've got every right to enjoy the game just as much as people that have. 
but I can't because I don't understand. And yeah. this is and this is where Super Rugby is just and and it's rugby in general. And this is what Nigel and me were talking about. The rule book has become it's so hard to follow up with, and I want to love it, and I want to I want to feel like I'm invested, is he? But I'm battling. Mm. Look, Mate, I, oh, I hear, I hear. Go, go, Kim. Yeah, look, I, I, look. I think with the rule, with that advantage rule, I think advantage rule. You know, say you say the ball gets knocked on, and you pick the ball up, and you go into a, a ruck, then it's it, just call scrum, reset it, get rid of the advantage rule. You know what I mean? If if yeah, all that. If it's yeah. just straight away. An advantage rule should be advantage, and as soon as it stops, it's over. But what happens mm. with referees in rugby? And I've watched Advantage go for like three minutes, and it's like, yeah, no, no I'm going to run back yeah. and take, give that penalty fifty meters back yeah, there where it first started. That's not a, that's not playing Advantage. That's just mate, the games. The game's been going. You're wasting three minutes of our time. It's become like it. It's become the ultimate weapon for an attacking team to have a penalty advantage in their in the other team's half. It's like you've got any. You've got the the ultimate trump card. Is he? I'll tell you one thing, Kempi. We do not want more scrums in the game because they are soaking up about five minutes of scrum at oh, the moment. And that is the one thing that they're trying to get out of the game right now. Their whole philosophy before the season was speed up the game. And at the moment, they haven't really stuck to their word. Like the scrums have been quite poor. They are trying to speed them up there. But the Varnish one, Louis, I know it's a big, really contentious uh, topic, topic because what is advantage? Who are you advantaging here? Like you... <laughs> My whole philosophy, I said it before. Not me. My whole philosophy, if you, can, if you knock the ball on, yep, you've got two phases to, to make a decision. If you go past those two or three phases and you're playing rugby, just let it go. Move on. Why don't we just play touch? 29 and a half or, <laughs> 28 and a half away from 8 o'clock this morning. Double eight, double three, the Temper Bed Post text machine. What do you think? Mark, you'll send a message. We'll get to that shortly. Give us a call, 0800 150 811. If you understand this, please, I implore you, give me a call. Talk me through this one. Hold my hand. Kempi, look at me. Look at me, Kempi. Mate, you lost me, mate. <laughs> you lost me. As soon as you started on referees ruling rugby, <laughs> I was like, I started thinking, I started thinking about breakfast. Like, mm, yum, what am I having later? Stay with us, Kimpy. It is 28 away from 8 o'clock. It's Araha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.